0: Welcome back to the Study With Me podcast, hope you guys are well. On today's episode, we'll be covering electric circuits, which is SB10A of the SB10 Electricity Unit. I say this as a little memo during the beginning of every episode, but this project has initially been started by me as a form of my own personal revision. All of my information is sourced from the resources provided by my school, and I follow a structure that aligns with my exam board syllabus. I take GCSE at Excel separate or triple science. thus some of the content I may cover may not be relevant to you. So I think I've covered everything, I'll try and keep all of my information as easy to understand as possible, so let's get started. To understand why metals can conduct electricity and how exactly do wires work, it's important to understand a metal atom's electronic structure. Let's use sodium as an example. So sodium is a metal which has one electron in its valence shell, or outermost shell. Since the single electron is furthest away from the positive nucleus which keeps it attracted, it has the weakest electrostatic forces of attraction. That negative electron is attracted to the positive nucleus due to the fact that opposites attract. Therefore, when there is a voltage supplied by a battery or a cell, this electron will be pushed around the circuit if, of course, the electrostatic forces of attraction are overcome. As the electron has a negative charge, it will be attracted to the positive terminal of the battery. This idea applies to all metals, since they all have one electron in their outermost shell. However, circuits use the conventional current direction, meaning, that it is described that the current actually travels from the positive terminal to the negative terminal. We can thank Benjamin Franklin for this, who decided the direction far before the discovery of the electron. The conventional current direction is, notably, actually the opposite to the movement of the electrons. Make sure to remember this, the electrons are not moving the other direction, the electrons still are attracted to the positive terminal, just to make sure. Okay, so now moving on, since we actually understand how circuits work and how do the wires work. So today, my aim was to discuss two types of circuits and they are parallel and series circuits. A circuit arranged in a series form is characterized by the current only having one route available. So the current can only move through one route. This could be basically just like one wire in one direction. So in a parallel circuit, however, the current has multiple routes that it can flow through. In a series circuit, you cannot individually turn components on and off. If one component of the circuit fails, the rest doesn't work either. But in a parallel circuit, since the current is able to flow through multiple routes, you can easily switch between different components. For example, you can turn one light bulb on, on and the other off without affecting the rest of the light bulbs. So, honestly, I'd say this is the end of the mini-sode. There will be a follow-up episode, including more details regarding this topic, in the next upload. Honestly, all I did today was I covered the page. That's how I usually work. I just cover the pages. And I promise the next episode will contain more details and more information because I know I haven't covered all of it. But, you know, just to keep you guys tuned in. That's it for today. I hope you guys enjoyed. Have a nice day and I hope you had a happy listening. Bye!